I really need to play next five so I can play this game. Fuck. Uh, who do I? Damn, but I will talk to her no would it be wrong with me to reopen communications with a girl that I used to have sex with to play a video game? Probably. Um. um dang. Nigga, what are you angry? Yes. Damn. What are you talking about? You're a terrible person. You're mean. <laughs> yeah, Dodge, that's a bad Nigga, my, idea. This is, we, we, you just visually and literally got to see an example of what my problem is. Cause that question, said, you see, huh. you see how quick you answered it, and how I still was like, I was still adding the part one of it. I was like, okay, let's start with you. <laughs> you quick. The fact that you went straight to no, and yeah. I still was like, okay, let's start with part one. Says it all right there. The fact that Josh went straight to no, and you were like, well, <laughs> no, I was yeah. no, because listen, y'all know in my head process, Josh had just finished saying, should I do it, and I said, okay. First, like, the first thing, I can't say this. I can't say my first thing was yes or no. My first thing was, like, let's break this down. The girl. Like, and I, like, I was going to go through a whole thing, but that's, like, why I said that's my problem right there. Like, Josh was able to just say no. I shouldn't. Me, I go through a formula plus equations, paragraphs, theorems, and then we still somehow get to a simple one plus one, plus one answer. Like, I could have basically answered it if I put one yeah. plus one together, but I went everywhere else. I can't That's answer wild. that question. So. Do better. Do better, though. I think you can. You have a. That, I think you no, have no, opinion. No, no, no. Like, 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 I literally, I literally can't answer that question. <laughs> I don't. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't have, like, a partner like that. Like, I don't have an ex like that. I know. I'm, I'm saying that's fair, but I'm saying like through, you've you've had friends. No, no. You've I heard stories. For a friend, I'm saying yeah, I don't I have saying. an answer for for myself because yeah. okay. I don't have that kind of experience. That is fair. Um, hey, it's not. It, it wouldn't be the worst thing I've done. It also <laughs> wouldn't be the worst thing a guy does. People be shacking up business to have a place to stay. I guess not. You're just trying to get a game. I'm just trying to play Final Fantasy 16 for like 25 hours. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another fine edition of the greatest podcast on the planet when it involves anime. We just ain't hit the actual metric set. The Osaku Collective Podcast is proud to present you another banger of an episode presented by your boy, it's Josh. And along with me tonight, my brothers, Seth and Zell. Say hello to you. What up, people? You're... How do people? But yeah. All right, cool. So, so how are everybody doing today? What, what's going on with the live? What's alive? Hey. I love how you did that because transition live. That's what we're going. That's what I would like to bring to the table. How? Last fuck. How? How is? How is everyone living? Are you living okay, living. Seth? Oh, uh, life life is pretty good right now. I'm just tired of shit and busy as fuck. 
There you go. That means you're living. I feel the same. I feel like, you know, got a, got a lot going on, a lot of transitions. But, you know, life is living. You know, you know what shouldn't be living though? I think I think this whole one piece live action shouldn't be living. I've I I now have a hot take on it. And it's took a couple of days since the trailer came out, you know, almost a week. And I think I'm at a point where I don't want the One Piece live action. Why? I don't want to go ahead and say that. I believe the the process of anime was it is to be what like it's kind of like Oda said to be the fun, you know, crazy thing you watch, and it's able to be done because it honestly, an anime does cost money, but when you think of the grand scheme of live action, it costs way more money for live action. So I saw something on Twitter. The One Piece live action costs more than cost one hundred fifty million dollars. They said that's more than game. Per episode. Yep. That was that was more than Game of Thrones and something else. I can't. I'm, I'm having a brain for it. But the fact that it was more than Game of Thrones uh, said enough for me. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes. 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 A Star Wars. A Star Wars. A Star Wars. A Star Wars production. And. I mean, think, just to think that much money is taken to try and like not do a Dragon Ball Evolution, because Josh, I told well, I've the been Dragon Ball this to Evolution casting was also just straight shit. Well, but that's the thing. So I'm trying to like you know. So I grew up. I remember the first time I saw the Dragon Ball Evolution trailer. I remember being five, maybe six, somewhere around there. I whoa, remember. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa what happened? Fair. Fair. Okay. That movie came out in 2009. Okay, well, I remember then. Damn, so I was 2006. I was a baby, so 11. So maybe like, maybe like, so that if it came in 2009. That's we know, so yeah, yeah. I don't remember. T- really, I Y'all don't remember talking to you about it. You graduated no, high school in 2012. No, I know, I know that. I know that. I'm saying I don't remember talking to Josh about the, the trailer. I remember the trailer dropping and being excited. And that's, I remember that's when I started hanging out with Chris and Leah, and you started hanging out with CL anymore. That is kind of crazy. That actually was eight. Yeah, we, we didn't have a class together freshman year. That's why. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Well, I remember being okay. Well, let's go to twelve. Then I mean, a kid. I was still kiddish. You know what I'm saying? Like kiddish. I was binge watching anime and shit then. So even worse. Um, I remember being excited, like straight up excited, like this is gonna be it. We're finding, like I did didn't like that Goku was a white guy, but then I remember you know Goku alien. I guess we could play off of it. I let it go. Like I didn't really care too much about it, but like you know what I'm saying, but cared enough. And we saw what that became. We saw what that was. We saw what it did. And I'm not gonna say that every live action has that kind of react like thing. There are good live actions out there, but. Is it really enough money to be made in live action? Are more people even indulging in live action than the actual anime itself? That's that's the real question that's to be had here. Because I've heard a lot of people, as well as Seth, and just like other people say, like, you know, the whole, well, if this gets a season two, or I heard something about someone saying, oh, my God, just looking at this makes me think, what's fourth gear going to look like? Like, y'all, I think... Yeah, I was, I was, I was no watching RDC react to this and and fucking Mark said something that I was like, nah, I get it for sure. Cause he was like, 
how far is this gonna go? And he's like, people, like, what are they gonna do for, like, how long and shit, but who's been cast in the show? So we know bare minimum, it goes, like, 20-something episodes into actual one, right? And then I want to say, uh, Leland or Dylan was like, yo, what, what about when they get, like, the alabaster? And then Van was like, yo, what's Gekka Mori? And I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, we're wasting much different shit, bro. We, we got to get past this, man. I don't know, And then I was like, realistically, I can see this show at max, if, even if it gets like two seasons, getting the Alabaster. And, then, and, and even then, how, who do you cast? How do you cast? And I was talking to Seth about this yesterday. How do you cast someone for Nico Robin? Do you do pre time skip color or post time skip color? You do pre time skip when she's pants. Okay. okay. I would assume, I would assume you would I mean, get a woman of, uh, in my opinion, for, for Robin, you would get a woman of Greek, Mediterranean, or like Armenian descent. Like Mediterranean. And that, way, that was a good one. Yeah, that, yeah, like, or Armenian descent, so that way she can be white, like pale white, but also re- like in the in the future, but she can also be tan as shit when she originally featured. That's what I would do. Because they're because they have enough melanin in their skin where they like can transition during the season and shit. But um, I don't know. But I, who who do you cast as like crocodile or like Chaka and Tail? And and those those are like some of the more major characters. What about like some of the light work agents? Like who's who's gonna be Mister uh, One? Who's gonna be like uh, Miss uh, Merry Christmas, et cetera, et cetera? Like some of these people, if you have to admit. It's some ugly ass motherfuckers in one piece, bro. <laughs> nah. I'm out. Ugly, ugly. And you gotta make that transition like real. You who's, see how bad Buggy looks. Who's gonna play Bar Clay? Right. You see how bad Buggy looks? I'll, yeah, that's a good thing. Bar Clay's a great example. He do wears you, a duck outfit. Inclusive? Right, yeah, I, I ain't talking about that. Do you try to be inclusive? Because Bar Clay is an Obama. And, and Bar Clay wants to be a woman. How are you going to play into that? Do you get a trans person to play black? Technically speaking, that would be the right move. But do that. Don't adopt it. Mm. It's what it is. But that, that, that's well into the future. Like, we got to see if they can even get past one man's time. Realistically speaking. Because Looking at it, we, we see bare minimum that every OG member of the crew before the new of uh, the grand line is in the trailer. We see Sanji, we see Robin, we see that not Robin, we see Nami, we see Usopp, and we we see Luffy as well. So that means bare minimum we get through at least the variety. Because <clears throat> that's in the trailer. So that means we probably do get to our long either around or during the season for now. Speaking of, this shit comes out in August. That's like in two months. Yep. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm highly concerned. Oh, by the way, side note, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, before we talk more about One Piece, because I also have opinions about it as well. Uh, in August, I'm going up to go visit my brothers for a week. My goal is to get each of them started on one anime before I leave. That is my goal. Okay. Because neither of them watch anime. 
Neither of them watch anime. Which is wild, considering. So you just hair. just remember. So just remember to be more basic. I agree with Zona. Remember to be more basic, Seth. If you really one want, one of them I'm, is a senior, as a, high, or is going to be a senior in high school. The other one's going to be a sophomore in high school. Like I'm Forget on that thing. You know what's wild? I still remember your brothers being like ten. Yep. I remember seeing it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we've, we've been friends like six years. Yep. So these kids are about to be in college. I think, I think one was 12, one was 10, whenever we became friends. I remember you showing me the picture of like them being like in elementary class, early middle school. Yep. And I'm like, yo, these are children. And you just said one was senior in high school, and that just threw me from a fucking loop. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> no, if, if I were you for sure, I feel like Cyberpunk Edge Runners would be a really good start because it's short, it's on Netflix, so it's easily accessible. It's like 12 episodes. Yeah. Okay. It's Something like that. Even and, and then, right, yeah, you know, so, and then if they like that, then you like, all right, well, here's a bunch of other stuff. And then, you know, depending on how long you're there, like, and how long it takes them to get through one, like, 10 to 12 episode anime, then you're like, okay, cool. Now, here's the really long shit that was around before you was born. So, yeah. So we'll see how that goes, for sure, obviously. But, uh, I, I'm, I'm very... I'm feeling, to quote Robin from Young Justice, I'm feeling the aster, for sure. I don't know if it's disaster or not, but I'm feeling the aster, for sure. I feel like staying on that same aster thing, I think it's going to have an asterisk next to it, right? As <laughs> in the only manageable to be watched Netflix adaptation. Okay, not saying it's going to be great. Not saying it was, I'm, I'm it's going to even be I'm good. That's a really, really good live action adaption, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. But. I feel like it's just going to have, like, an asterisk next to it, as in, like, out of all the recent adaptations. As much as people heart on the Bebop adaptation, it's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Yeah. I also, I don't know. The best Netflix adaptation currently, which isn't saying a lot. The biggest gripe that I saw people have with this is, like, like, uh, why did like why does his arm look like that whenever it stretches? I'm like, how else is it gonna look? <laughs> how else is it gonna look? Hey, to be fair, to be fair, with 150m, they could have they could have went to Marvel and be like, hey yo, we need that we need that Mister Fantastic. See, see, 150m's for a two and a half hour movie, I would agree, right? But this is like ten hours worth of content, right? I assuming it's an hour an episode for Netflix. Yeah. Hundred and fifty M's goes a lot lot further distance in two and a half hours of content at like, most for a movie. Like fifteen an episode, right? Huh? Is that, is that, is that how that math works? That's like fifteen an episode? Yeah, it's fifteen an episode. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I feel like you could do a good bit with 15 of them. You also have to think about like all the monsters that they had to CGI as well and stuff like that, right? <laughs> it leaves that early in. There's no real sea kings or nothing. Like the the only monster you see is in the trailer because you see Shane getting his shit ripped off from Shane and Lucy, right? And that's only in episode one. You then saw you a sea king in the trailer though. But yeah, but that's the trailer. You don't need that. You don't need that CGI once. It's a loop. You're not spending more than five mil on that. Well, I see they're like fighting, like fighting. No, no, no. I I don't think you remember early one piece. They don't fight Sea King until they're in the Grand Line. Even then, it's a very rare occurrence. That's the first like first like forty episodes of One Piece are whirlpools. Besides episode one, when the fucking when they owe Sea King fucking buddy Shanks arm off because he's dicking around. Because again, hockey exists. I don't I don't know how bread. Whatever. That's not the point. I've I've had I've griped on this before. It's not the time. It's not important. Yeah. Um, we we see marines that left and some We see marine fight. We oh, see God, pirate God. fight, and and then we get to fishman island. Yep. And and that's that's it. That's the Wait, only fishman time island. I. Yeah. You mean, you mean Arlo Park? You we you get the Kobayashi village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get Kobayashi village where Arlong and 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 the new and the new fishman pirates. Okay, the Arlong Pirates, quote unquote, until Hody shows up and then that new fish vampires, whatever it's like. And so, that's the only time I can see where CGI outside of Luffy being Luffy, because nobody else has a devil fruit to use besides Buggy. So, Buggy, Luffy, Arlong, and then the one Sea King in the first 50 episodes of One Piece. Is the entire CGI Buggy? Because they built an actual ship. Yeah, no, so no, no, no. A, they built an actual ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I, I understand. Like, obviously, you had to put money into building that ship uh, as a profit ship. But even then, that's not that's not one hundred fifty million worth of access in my opinion. Because you can look at CGI and shit like the Flash on CW and Legends of Tomorrow on CW, and, and it'd be like a CW show, which is basically fucking just a soap opera with superheroes. Which is why I have a love and hate relationship with the Arrowverse, which is also not what this episode is about. But that CGI, more often than not, looks good to decent. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So you telling me Netflix with a hundred and fifty million dollars making this to be one of the most expensive TV shows ever, more expensive than the Game of Thrones, according to Zoe. I haven't read the article. But, more expensive than Game of Thrones, uh, and then and more expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 actually the Man- it's Man- Mandalorian, which looks fucking phenomenal CGI wise. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you telling me you can't do better? I just, it, it's weird, but anyway, that's my opinion on that. Seth, you can continue with yours, and then we get the actual topic of this stuff. Yeah, I I mean like I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's like I've seen a lot of gripe, and I understand the gripe. I'm not even disagreeing with the gripe, right? But at the same time, it's like. They have purposely brought together a cast that they all individually watch One Piece. And they've also brought together a director and crew who understand One Piece and care about it. And they want to make it look good. But I feel like that's not as hard as people are trying to make that out to be. 
or as amazing as they make it. I feel like that should be the bare minimum for anything that has source material. I agree, right? But there's a there's a different thing. I don't know. I feel like there's a difference whenever you're like, okay, like this is something. Obviously, I'm going to honor the source material if I'm, like, an animator, producer, director, or anything like that, right? Right. To the best of my ability. But it's one thing to honor the source material and do that, but before you even get hired for the job, already be very familiar with the source material and love the source material. I feel like that's a difference thing there, right? Right. But but Pete, right? If if I had like dancing Idris or Michael B. Jordan or Idris Elba or fucking um Daniel uh Kuhn, can't I don't wanna mess with that. Daniel Cole from fucking like uh Get Out and yeah, Black yeah, Panther yeah. and all that. People like them. If I had black people like them who are excellent at the role, whatever time, cool. Like, let's say I was making a Naruto movie, right? And it's specifically focused on the hidden time business. Niggas consistently Absolutely, because most of not, even if they don't know something serious, they probably won't kill the shit because they're good actors, right? However, if I can find, like, a bunch of up-and-coming Hollywood actors who are, like, in their 20s, like, maybe even 40s, depending on when you get started, but they know my serious, like, back of their hand, and they're not the best, but they're decent. How do you think I'm going to hire every time? I mean, you're probably going to hire the more experienced actor. No, I'm not. I'm going to hire the people who know something like, back of their hand, and they're okay. Okay. Because I can, you can build an actor. Yeah, no, no, no. Sure, sure, That's what I was sure. saying in my material. I thought I was guessing for what you were going to choose. Right, okay, okay. You said the more experience. Probably like you meant the actual more experience. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, it would be cool to have Michael B. Jordan's all the movies. Sure. Because he's he going he to get all the attention. He, he's going to drag the women to the movies for sure just because he's Michael B. Jordan. And then he's going to drag the anime women twice as well. But... If I can get average Joe Smo, who who's like a six and a half out of ten, but he he had read not to front back like eight dollars, I'm gonna take average Smo now. Which is I know he, which he, is he, which he is the reason why I would yeah. So yeah, sure, it's nice that they know the material and they watch it, but do they know know it? And even if they the know know it, do they do, know did say for that it? they did? No, right. no, it. But but does that also make them right for it? Because I feel I, I'm personally the only person who I like in this show looks wise is Usopp. Usopp looks phenomenal. Usopp looks like. like Usopp. Only one I like. I want the nose. I want Because like the nose is just such an iconic. Nobody thing. has that nose in their life. I know that's why. Why do we need a One Piece live action? We don't, because you can't can mimic the nose. That's so like you know how many times Usopp they, nose. They could they could have gave bro prosthetic or or like makeup. I know. I know. That, that's I'm being nitpicky. I'm, I'm, I'm being yeah, nitpicky. I'm just that. saying it's just you know going with what I said. Like you know, is like I would have rather than why can't we do a live action slam dunk? Let's live action something that we can live action and it'll be fun. Oh, let's do live action blue lock. You know what I'm saying? That would be really let's, hard. Let's, I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey. I'm going to keep it right buzzed. When you initially said that, I was like, that sounds fire. And then I was like, wait a minute. 
or wrong about that? Because because if you want it to be accurate, eighty percent of them have to be Japanese. So right, uh, yeah. I get what but, you're saying. But I, but, I feel, but I feel like America would get that first. It's like, yo, we finna make soccer popular over here because Messi's on the yeah, That shit gonna be ass. Because then you're gonna have freaking Noah Beck out here playing Isagi. And I'm just like, I don't appreciate this. <laughs> I don't appreciate this at all. Timothy Chalamet out here gonna be fucking. <laughs> I know, right? I can't, I can't even finish it. Oh, I can't. Timmy's Charlemagne gonna be out here playing Nagi or something. I'm just like, I don't, I don't like it. Nah, bro. Nah. They gonna, they gonna try to do a Blue Lock live action. It's gonna look like Big Green, if y'all remember that. <laughs> It's gonna look like that. <laughs> oh. Which Big Green is a good movie, but it's not Blue Lock. It's, it's just, well, it's just movie. It's a Disney soccer movie. Right? It's, it is a Disney soccer movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, none of these people still do actors. Well, we, you know, got our anime rent out for today. Um, I think what actually did bring us here today, you know, as we were all talking about how we, we feel with things. I mean, we just saw a trailer and you see how much, like, emotion it's brought to people. So, we're here to talk about not just really mental health, but just therapeutic ways we have dealt with things. And we said we were going to start with on the, you know, being an otaku podcast. We're going to start with on animes that have kind of, you know, unwillingly or willingly helped us cope with things or made us like, okay, like help you close a chapter or start a new one. That's actually the better analogy. I had like two come to my head, but that's the best one. So, like, I think I'll kind of start it off to give folks, like, an idea of what I'm, like, trying to say. Um, and I and you may hear some reoccurring things, so I don't feel like I have to, like, go in major detail. I'm going to start with, like, my, my influence with Naruto. Um, I have my whole, or well, not whole life, but a good chunk of my life been called too friendly. Too friendly this too friendly that by women, men, even my own family in some cases. And I never understood for a while why that was a bad thing. I thought, you know, we would want to be like this. Like, we would want to open up and be, you know, open to people and different things. Um, So, early days watching Naruto, I mean, I'm probably like five, six. I said that earlier, so we'll say seven, eight, because I probably am getting my dates out. Um, and I mean, early Naruto, it's kind of hard to say he was just, you know, making friends and all that and doing like that. But 
I really didn't feel no influence on from Naruto early on then. I think when I like first understood where maybe I got my too friendly influence was like through about 2015, my homies put me back on Naruto. I had stopped watching probably after pain, like a lot of people did. And by the time I got back in, Killer B had already just it literally right as Killer B created the battlefield for the final war. So I miss like, you know, the chunks of Naruto that didn't really have Naruto in it, other than like his training art. Um, so this was all the time when Naruto was secluded, honestly. I never really got into it before then. So I basically go back and start rewatching Naruto. And I kinda started from like after or like around where Gara got took. And I just kinda like went through and you know as i'm watching it so like i didn't really discover it so late but like i kind of see me getting upset at like different things naruto did as far as like why are you befriending this or like kind of early talk no jutsu not really realizing i hated how he did talk no jutsu but it kind of hit me i can't even really say what episode but it hit me somewhere in that little rewatch that oh shit i do the same thing and it, it kind of like it made me like you know you when you realize you're doing something you don't like something doing you're like oh i'm gonna try and change it well i've already tried not to be friendly before like long before then maybe back like 2007 when i had got influenced by a friend who was like probably getting all the ladies from like not being the cool like being the cool guy like sasuke shit because i never liked sasuke sasuke's never influenced me um I was definitely like, how do I say it? I was definitely like, still like not trying, like I tried to be like Sasuke, but it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me at all. It actually was more strenuous than I thought it would be. So bringing it back to when I'm doing my rewatch, I'm like, okay, so I can't go through that again because I remember what that was. I kind of really had to kind of just accept it that like, I am kind of like, I, I don't want to say, I don't want you to say it was influenced, but like, I relate to Naruto. Like, I truly do. And in the essence of like friendship and like why people matter and why he thinks he should be friends with everyone. Cause I watched anime where people are like, oh, I'm gonna make a hundred friends or I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Naruto never said any of that bullshit. The only thing he ever really said was he was gonna be Hokage. And I guess like on that trip and on that rail up, he kind of just was like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just was such a people person. He just would be friends with everyone. Even the people who would be weirded out by it, they'd be like, because I've had people kind of like in that age, around that age time, especially when I got to state, be like, dang, like, you're just so like easy to talk to. Like, dang, you're so friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you know what I'm saying? Like the friendly thing. And it was during my rewatch of Naruto, I kind of said, maybe I could have been influenced as a kid. I can't really confirm that. But I definitely know watching Naruto helped me, like, accept that. And I was like, okay, I don't give a fuck that I'm friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've learned maybe, you know, I and it's one of those things where you just learn from your mistakes of being friendly and like, learn, like, why you should be careful who you let in your circle and whatnot. I've had to learn that, too. But it ain't like Naruto didn't get stabbed in the back by literally everyone at some point. And it's not like, and he learned to forgive him. So, like... I think that's also where 
I mean, forgiveness I've always had. So I ain't gonna say that. But like I said, I very much realized I was relatable to Naruto. And I was like, oh shit. So this was before like I even got my PS4 and all that. And I started like playing online, talking to people and you know, being even more friendly than I already am. But yeah, basically all in all, just kinda that was my I don't know. I guess that's when I started like actually caring about mental health things. But probably around twenty fourteen, twenty fourteen, you know what I'm saying? Like caring about where like accepting who I truly am type thing. Like I always over the years accepted who I was, but then I feel like those were years it was like slap, I am who I am. And I think that's where like the girlfriend and the flock and all the other things came in because I was finally slapped, know who I am, comfortable with myself. And I do think the rewatch of Naruto played into that. I really do. <laughs> so, if anybody got any examples like that, I've never, I don't think I ever got, I've said this Naruto thing before, but I don't think I ever got like deep like that. So, if anyone's got any examples of an anime that's done that to them, the floor is open. Uh, not really. I uh, guess, like, well, I'm just traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not what I meant. Um, for me, like, anime's always been, like, a really dope escape from reality type situation, but I didn't, I didn't know I needed help slash therapy until I was well into adulthood. Like, I was in college, like, I, I was... I had I had started like an actual full time job and shit to like pay for school while I was in school. I, I was going through a really bad long distance relationship because the shit wasn't working out. And like and I had friends, but I was but I wasn't talking to my friends about shit. So I was like drinking uncontrollably until I was like, "Yo, I'm not okay. I, I just had some very bad thoughts." And and it, I hadn't had somebody, you know, with me that day, I don't know what would happen. And so I was like, this this is more than just me being tired or sad or upset. So I need to get help and I got help and I'm better off with it, obviously. And anime kinda helped me do that because I wouldn't have had that friend if I wasn't like an, an anime fan slash wrestling fan. And so that worked out that way. Cause we were able to bond over multiple things. But to me, anime is always just like, yo, they fucking suck. What do I want to watch? Well, I don't want to watch cable. Cable sucks. I don't want to watch sports. Anime. And whether that was like, oh, let me watch Cowboy Bebop or Naruto for like the 50th time because it's comfort. Or let me find something new to enjoy because I want to expand my run. And so for that, yeah, cool. But it was never like, oh, this has helped me seen this random trait I had myself that I didn't know I have that I need to expound upon and go from there. Yep. Like, I ain't knocking you or anybody else like that, but I just, I've never personally had that moment. Maybe I will in the future, like, when I'm a parent or some shit, and I'm like, yes, my family's the greatest anime of all time. Or some shit like that. Who knows? But currently, no, I'm just, just got it. And anime helps me vibe, so I appreciate it. Yeah, no, nah, it's different now. I mean, that's why I said it ain't going to be every anime. Definitely not. But like I said, it's usually like one that just kind of hit. And, and that's why I said unintentional. It's like that was an example. Of like, I didn't know. I was just trying to catch back up on Naruto. You know what I'm saying? I was like, shit, I missed all this. And I then mean, I don't know. I don't know. Just was... Attitude of the average southern protagonist is, is definitely helpful. Like, you going through some shit. Um, yeah, at, at the purest level, 
at the most at the purest, most basic level, sure, they never give up an attitude from any anime. It's definitely well, yeah, no. yeah, but that's All the that. thing was it wasn't the never give up part. It really was just his befriending part. Like I, that's what I'm trying to say. Like it was the befriend, like Naruto befriend, like. And I mean, maybe you could say it's like that with most protagonists, but like, I mean, even the, mm-hmm. you know, Nar, you know, Naruto had a lot of filler episodes. So people who we yeah. basically never were going to see again, just seeing him befriend those people, the people who didn't matter, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because technically they didn't matter. I knew it was filler, but Naruto treated them like that was the fucking <laughs> end of an art, like every time. And I feel like that was, that was very, that for idea. me, different. That was what I mean. Like, just that aspect alone. Like, of course, there's the whole, there's many aspects to it. But that aspect alone, like, sat with me. Made me think about it in my downtime, in the shower, all that. Like, wow. Like, even, because I was re-watching it. So, I mean, the hardest part of rewatching Naruto was um, right after Pain, and they just go through all the flashbacks and stuff. It was so hard. But, like, it was, like, one of those, like, maybe, I don't want to say that's where it started, but, like, I mean, that was a bunch of examples of Naruto befriending people when he was a kid that no one gave a fuck about. But he would treat them like he's this the end of an art, and they needed protection or help or needed just some water or needed some gardening done. Like, it's, it's one of those things. Like, I think, I get what you're saying. Like, it's just easy to say that, but, like, I know what it did for me. You know what I'm saying? And I know, and I, like I said, I just know what it did for me. So I think that's the essence of it. Uh-huh. I get it. I feel it. For me, it's more like I didn't get into anime until later, until after college, really. Uh, but yeah, I, I also it. don't I also don't feel like it's a coincidence that I got into anime whenever I did, whenever I was, in un- whenever I was unemployed. And then a weekend of watching anime, I got a job again. Uh, after the pandemic, or like in the middle of the pandemic, I was unemployed for eight months. Found anime for a week, and then I got the job that I was hoping to get. So I don't be- like, I don't believe in coincidences. I'm I'm sorry, but it's just like, yeah, man, I, I was sinning for eight months, no, and then I found God, and they say, you know, it, it, it wasn't, bro, it wasn't like I was sitting, right? I was applying to jobs and things I, like that. But that's yeah. what it sounded like. It's like no, 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 no. no. Yeah, I had been applying to jobs, and I actually applied to the job that the job at Academy that I'm referring to, right? I had applied to Academy mm-hmm. three different times over the course of the pandemic. Oh yeah, they like Walmart, but, bro. It's taking but, it. I'm keeping But they weren't like no businesses were hiring because people weren't coming into the stores to shop. Not like that, at least. Yeah. And so. <laughs> this is funny. That's why. Uh, well, I was out here smoking. <laughs> I was out here selling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but you get what I'm trying to say, though. Like. Yeah. No, I don't feel like it's a coincidence that whenever like I discovered the anime. And I got into the job that I wanted that my happiness rose exponentially. Absolutely. Uh, but the first true show, now hear me out on this, that I feel like affected like child me, right? In terms of like, the way that like I view my friends and like how I would like do anything for like any like any of my like really close friends or anything like that, right? Was Kobe hey, yeah, Oko. Hey, better than, uh, 
Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, wow. that's a good one. You want the Azo better McChicken? He's been staying wrong. <laughs> I was, I was, I, I was kind of thinking he was. I did I think he was gonna go that way. Which way? <laughs> yeah, if I was gonna be some slice of life, I mean, I was my. I definitely thought I was gonna be a slice of life. I, was I, I didn't get into slice of life until like until I got into anime. You, but I mean, you said I, before, internet. You said, did you mean cartoon? Because you said I, I, I said, I said I said the first show Romeo that really too. hit me. Is it, is a, isn't it from French? French it's a French anime. anime. It's yeah, a French it's, anime. It's, yeah. a French, it's a French animation. It's definitely a cartoon. Like, like hang on, hang yeah, on. it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon for sure. Yeah, yeah, they literally had a cat part. on there, bro. And he had the cat like things like a Japanese cat. Like, I get what y'all trying. Like, they knew what they were doing. Like they definitely were. If if, yeah, if, if it wasn't it was anime, they inspired from Japan. Yeah, it seemed like they sound like trolling. But fair, I get they had that fair. big ass foreheads. It also taught me it's, to never judge people by their looks. <laughs> this is one of those episodes. They one hundred percent ripped off Overlord and or Long Horizon for that show, for sure. And I love Koei. I ain't mad at him, but yeah, it's definitely heavily inspired by like the trapped in a video game anime job. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, but at least at least the 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 the, the students in the show can go in and out of the video game world or whatever, right? And until until William gets trapped in like season three. But that that at the very least, right? I'm I'm not even sure how much it actually affected me, right? Like like mm-hmm. mentally and stuff like that. I just know that it was the first show that I was addicted to. Like like I was watching it religiously anytime it could come on. Like I was like yeah, scrolling through the guide every stuff. single morning, seeing if it was coming on that day or not. And since then, I've went back and rewatched the entire show. But it's uh, that's the first show that can really like, I've noticed that like, because whenever you mentioned like Naruto and stuff like that, Zoe, I was like, is there a show that did that for me? And not really, but the biggest show that, like, the first show that like really like stuck with me was Code Lyoko. That That's wasn't like pick. Code Lyoko and uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Both of which are cartoons, but. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Foster's did. I've heard Foster's help a lot of people. Foster's like, was, was a dope ass show, okay. man. It's okay to have an imaginary friend. Like, I've always. Yeah, I didn't have an imaginary friend. I had like an imaginary superhero lifestyle going on around me. So it was these like three little characters who would like have superpowers. And I just, if I got bored, I just envisioned them doing something around me. So like, I, that's why when I saw Foster's, I was like, so I was doing that, but mine's like, I didn't have a full grown character like they would have on Foster's, but I know people who say, yeah, I've had imaginary friends. And I was like, oh shit, that's kind of cool. And also kind of crazy. But you know what I'm saying, learning about it. After after watching Fosters, I did definitely go in there. I was like, hey, I think like shows like Ed, Ed and Eddie made it like. I mean, they made Johnny look weird. <laughs> he had a play. He was talking to Plank, so like it was like that essence of like it's okay it, to. Can we, 
how the only black kid was like, no, you know, no, that time was like, Nick boy. I never watched Ed and Eddie. Oh, it didn't. It didn't ever peak my interest. Oh man, I could do because you would you would be the whole different person. <laughs> if Steph was every, like Eddie, every, oh my god! Every hustler I know, every hustler I know, is inspired by Eddie and I know that for a fact because some of the shit. I'm telling you, one right here, bro. They one got up every day. Every day they got up every day. Trying to get a quarter. Consistent. Couple know they need three. Everyone need a jawbreaker. Man, they would share. I remember episode they shared jawbreaker, and that was one of those like, you know, you know, like the song. Um, who sings it? Who sings it? Um, Rich Homie Corn and YG, my nigga. That's literally what that song to me is when they would share the jawbreaker on the quarter. They were like so locked in. It was not. It was un, It was like they did it on like like without thinking. As much as Double D got tired of Eddie and Eddie get tired of Ed and Ed just be tired, they all, like, were locked in mentally. And that's, like, some cool, like, that always intrigued my interest. Like, they were, they didn't even need to talk to each other. They knew each other. Like, when the Kanker sisters came around, they knew what they needed to do. They needed to get away and make sure everyone got away. When they would be running away, they'd be like, Ed, huh? Like, they legit, no matter what. That's why the movie, like, Ed and Eddie's final movie was so great to me. It almost, it made me cry. It made me cry because it ended. Like when Double D said it only yeah. took so many episodes, of, uh, special, a couple specials in the movie, I cried because I said, damn, I was with them through all that. And it was just like I said, you said there's no hustler now that ain't getting inspired by Eddie and Eddie. So that's weird. I ain't talking about this. Like that's a different uh, instruction law, like, like a different mental inspiration kind of thing. Like people were like, oh, I relate to this. I get up and go to school and you know, getting school lunch money kind of thing. Like, I don't know about you, but I couldn't afford the two dollar parties. I had to hustle sometimes to get that. Josh, mm-hmm. did you afford? Were you able to afford the two dollar parties in the lunchroom? Yeah, yes, I, I was. Okay, that's I great. That's great. So, I, I'm talking about the only reason I was because I was a very easily satisfied child. If you could feed me, buy me a book, or buy me the occasional video game every three months, I ain't want shit else. I didn't need shit else. So I would get like 10 bucks for lunch, and I would just have that throughout the week. Man, I'm glad I ain't know. I'm. Let me get my time travel machine. Josh, what's up? <laughs> I'm broke, though. I, I can hear you already. You would be like, man, I ain't got it, man. And then we go to lunch. You sit down with a party. Where'd you get that from? Oh, I, I made. I got this in second period. <laughs> you remember when fucking uh, Coach Eden used to sell like hot, like the fucking dollar high uh, uh, Hawaiian punches and shit from the dollar store at gym? Yes, I really, I do. No, real talk. I remember. I bought one of those like damn near every other day. Man, that's. No, I had Ed an idiot. That that was that was my that was literally why I drank at lunch. I would bring my own lunch from home, and I would have like five bucks to buy shit at school from whoever was selling. And then we got to high school, and Cosmic, not Cosmic Nab, it was the uh, it was the craft teacher next to him. I don't remember, but whoever was next to Cosmic Nab's head class would sell like the Walmart cookies and shit. 
And yeah. I would go, I would go there, grab them hoes, and then go to art class every day in 10th grade. And then I realized I was spending more money than necessary, so I just started going to Walmart, buying a set of cookies, and then selling them hoes for 50 cents less. At a at a y'all school, did they have like a like a coffee shop or whatever? I don't this know. This man said a coffee shop. Oh, <laughs> what? wrap up. Like, the I, pod. I'm I, done. We had wrap one that was SGA run. Wrap it up. We had one wrap that was SGA up. run, and it was like. Well, you're uh, from a different era. Honestly, coffee became I, when you yeah. was. Yeah, you're you're a couple years younger than me, so like thinking of how. I would go get a large vanilla latte for two dollars. Like this I'm about man to say, like, he said a large vanilla latte for two bucks. If we got coffee at the market with soldiers out of a fucking pot that our teacher had in their classroom. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, so that's what's crazy. So, like, I'll never forget when I, like, yeah, you know. I have an ex who came to state, like, a year after me. And um, we dated for, like, a month and some change. But he had, um... Bro, that, that's, not a ex. That's, a, that's a free membership. See, that's what I'm saying, bro. So she had put me on coffee, and I would never forget, like, why is these younger people to me drinking more coffee? Like, all right, shouldn't we be the tired ones? And nah, look who we at today, you know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I don't know what happened between, like, 2000 and, like, 12 to, like, 2017. Are these Boy. new ones? We boy, we drink a lot shit. of coffee. Boy. <laughs> they know it. Boy. Boy. Dang. There's a reason. There's a reason coffee costs more than what it used to, and it ain't because of us. Especially like these little, these little white girls with nice tempos. I don't know. I was going to talk about this. So I um. So a friend of mine. I fail. It's eight a.m. They getting a whole fucking mocha latte with extra whip and two espresso shots. I'm like, girl, it is eight a.m. on a Tuesday. Are you okay? Bro, they be at the door, <laughs> pulling at the door, ready for them to open <laughs> to get that. They be like, why y'all not open? It's fifteen minutes before y'all supposed to open. Why y'all not open? Because it's fifteen minutes till y'all supposed to open. And we set up. Yeah, we got shit to watch. Night night crew didn't get that job. Like, what you mean? Yeah, that's why. So, different experiences. Different experiences. No, that's not a good story. I'm also a bad kid because I already watched Holyoko in like November of last year. So I can't start my rewatch because it's too early. Yeah, no, no, no. I I rewatched it about a year and a half ago. So whenever you go to do your rewatch again, like later on this year or early next year, yeah, it's crazy. I'm down. Thinking about yeah. Kolioko, it never did anything for me other than like increase my love for golf chicks, increase my love for anime. That sounds yeah. like a lot. Uh, sounds like too. a lot with them both of those. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot with both of those. What you mean? Those, yeah, those, those are the two things that did for me. Kolioko did influence me. Don't get me wrong, but those are the two things I could It also for. made me not, not care about four head size all that much. <laughs> Boy, what? Oh, my. Oh, wow. I don't know who was the character to Like, you know what to make this show different? <laughs> Five heads. Five Seven heads. What do you mean? Uh, 
With every character. That's why I said I love Tully. Okay. Their forehead is the same length as it is from their nose to their chin. It also it also made the animation in the game world stand out because of their head. It felt like like on some real game stuff. Like so, if you think it from the gaming world perspective, maybe that's probably why. Because they were like, we're more focused on when they're in the gaming world. I mean, of course, we gotta have a story, but when they're in the gaming world, it's gotta fit. And I think that's where the big heads could have came from to fit for most no, of the game. Was, was the only song that I knew how to play on an instrument for a very long time. Really, that's cool. That's probably that's some cool information. I respect uh, uh, that. Uh, what would you I mean? Like, I would I would wake that shit was not ringtone to wake up in the morning. That was my morning alarm. I was like, all right, bet I'm to go fuck up today. A world without danger is my shit, bro. Here we are. Hey, and I love how it starts. That's actually a good alarm because you can still lay in bed when it starts off, and you're like, "Oh shit, I got like ten seconds left." The uh, the uh, the uh, the Co Lioko intro. Yeah. So you know, you know when Bow Wow performs "Let Me Hold You" and he do the fucking piano thing, and that's me every time. Oh man, no, I feel that man. That actually would have been a good one to do as a long. I never did as an alarm. That would have been a good one because you have a couple seconds to get, actually get the fuck up. I never even flipped it like because it rises in cadence. So I'm like, all right, I got about 15 seconds to decide if I want to hit snooze real quick. Yeah, because once you start singing, it's over. You got to get up. Yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's messy. I, and every time you start, once they started singing, I was like, feet have to be on the floor. So I'm like, I have about 15 second window. You do. I was just listening to it, and I'll play it, right? But, yeah, no, like, you got, like, a 15-second window before they start singing. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. It is. I feel like that also started, like, like indie slash punk rock phase, for sure, because I was like, I listen to music like this, but I don't really listen to music like this. But then after this show, I really listened to music like that. I was like, yeah, all okay. I think that's how I started losing the but... I'm not wrong. I feel it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Viva La Vida didn't help either. You said what? I said Viva La Vida didn't help either. My shit used to be my whole body. And then, um, other show that I was thinking of while we were talking was, uh, Adventure Time and Gumball. You telling me uh, Gumball came out while we were in. That you said, yeah, I was in college. I don't. What do you mean? Well, it came out, but I ain't started really caring for it until I got college. They be talking about. Like, no. They be talking about real shit on that show. I can't believe you just that, said that Gumball. show is wild, bro. Really it's so maybe. wild. The Gumball. Really? No, no, bro. It's some Gumball episodes where I'm just like, maybe. this is a children's cartoon. What are y'all doing? Maybe I haven't. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have watched some of the later seasons. You probably watched like season one and two because we were like about to get ready to like we were like tenth grade, eleventh grade. So we we were we watched like an episode because we had shit to do and then we would dip out. But like 
by the time like season four or five came out, like we were like mid college, it was lacking. No, but that like era of shit from like twenty eleven to like twenty seventeen for Cartoon Network is not as good as like two thousand and like two to like oh eight when we were kids, but it's a very close thing. Like Adventure Time, regular show, Steven Universe, uh Gumball. Yeah, that was all my high school Pop years. Pop tier stuff. And then I mean Kids now got like Craig of the Creek, which is a phenomenal show. Shout out to the first like black led cartoon that I've probably watched on with the internet. We Bear Bears. A lot of them. Oh yeah, We Bear Bears is goaded to me for sure. That cartoon that we had a really nice resurgence like while we were like peak colleges. And I'm and I'm happy kids got to see shows like that because like obviously we had like Conan Kid Next Door, NNA, Courage Cali Dog, uh, Johnny Bravo, Papa Girls OG, Teen Titans, shit like that. So I'm, I'm glad they have something now that at least is of that same caliber of show. Because for a while they were struggling. They had like, what, Clarence, Mighty Magisword, Athlean Onion, Uncle Grandpa. Like they they were they were striking out for a little bit. I haven't heard of like three of those that you just said. That now well one is one of those should have been like high school. I think one of the things came on another thing from like Uncle Grandpa was a little bit before your time. That was like right after Cardinal was starting to die out for us. That shit oh, was so bad. Um uh, Valentino was from that area too, I was saying that was strange. They Cartoon Network would have flashes and pans of like ethnic stuff, and then they would drop it. That felt really bad for those kids because they didn't have that representation. Because a lot of that stuff was like, all right, yeah, you know, you know Cartoon Network be selling they sold to like the highest bidder and shit. They do. Uh, like that. Because now you can't watch like Infinity Train. Uh, into the Woods, Big Hair Valentino, on like HBO Max. It's, it's literally been wiped off the internet. Like they dropped, they like when the, HBO slash like Warner Bros did that Discovery merger, like so many like cartoons just got like wiped off the face of the planet. Crazy. Okay, KO is another one. And I know Stu loves that show. Yeah, um, so this is a therapy episode. Uh, on a note of actually like going to therapy and seeing a therapist and dealing with like, actual mental health issues and diagnosing shit like that, I like I just want to make this like a moment to say that it's okay to do that. Like this, this, this is a therapy episode. I feel like a mental health tip is necessary because like we'll, yeah. we'll discuss like, really, really good. But like, obviously, what, what I say is because my catchphrase at this point, you know, love yourself, treat yourself, appreciate yourself, you know, empower yourself. Do what you need to do to get better. And I feel like therapy for a lot of people can be that thing. Um, I know there's a stigma behind mental health awareness, uh, especially like in the black community uh, and just for men in general, because obviously, we're not usually allowed to vent or, or show weakness or cry or blah blah, blah just and then every time 
we do some. It's a random bitch on Twitter. And yes, I said bitch and meant it. And saying, um, men can't, like, men can't, you know, like, you know, I saw, I saw a list of shit just of different random bitches on Twitter saying it's, it's dusty or gay or feminine for a man to, like, go to a movie with his homie, eat brunch, talk about his day, uh, cry, have emotions, drink pink lemonade, fucking eat waffles, breathe at one point. I was just like, man, what can we do? Die. Oh, watch anime. Yeah, I'm like, we just, we just gotta fucking work, take care of you, and then die, that's it? That's how we fucking do it? It's just crazy. Also, that's fucking... Um, sexy. That's where I was looking for. That's sexy as shit. That's wild. Like, men are allowed to cry and have emotions and have feelings. Black people are allowed to cry and have emotions and have feelings without being automatically labeled as problematic, loud, rude, or fucking dangerous. Like, I'm so tired of having to control my emotions and tone because I, I, otherwise I'm automatically be the angry black motherfucker. Even when I'm in the right. That's, that's, that's bullshit. Yeah, man. You know, kind of is what it is. One of those things, you know what I'm saying, where not compared to really to be able to see the generation. Yeah, that nowadays, not only is that a thing, but now, now I could be a Karen too for just explaining myself because you didn't make me right. And I had a long ass day and I'm tired and sad because some bitch pissed me off at work, but I couldn't cuss her out because guess what? Then I'd be an angry person. I just wanted my fucking Zaxby's with two pieces of toast. And honey mustard and that sauce, they'll close fly extra fries, but guess what? It's cold fly on the fucking plate. There's not a piece of toast that I paid for. And that's definitely don't want extra fries. If I go there and complain about it, then niggas gonna get an attitude. Can't do that. No. Cause they don't care. If I get to eat the food, I don't even fucking like cold fly. Who the fuck wants cabbage with mayo? I agree. Yeah, man. Uh, um, I think in this All another I love that. I love how you just called Steph out. You were like, all that was it just a cold salt thing? Or is it the, me being no. black and being a carrot thing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but <laughs> in the moment, I was agreeing with the coleslaw because that's what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's like, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, what is the coleslaw they had? <laughs> um, yes, but I, I really, I really was just gonna say, like <laughs> I don't know. That's why I was gonna say, I really was just gonna say, man, that's why, I like, I don't know. I'm learning from my own way. You gotta either choose to be your social norm or defeat your social norm. I'm still debating on that. That's why, as a person that just started therapy, that's something we talk about, like. I don't know which side I want to be on. Some days I do just want to be my social norm. Because sometimes it's just easier. Yeah, I, and it's more understandable why people think me. You should have told me. Today. Yeah, and that's another thing. What? Shouldn't have to cope. You shouldn't have to told me. Do you know what told me? You breaking up. Hello? No, you were breaking up. That's all it was. Yeah, I'm saying you should not have to code switch to fit in. You know what code switching is, right? 
honestly, no. But I get okay. that. Well, you switch up the way that you talk like depending on what group you're surrounded with. It, it, yeah, it's, it's basically a lot of people do it. Like, clicky girls do it in high school for sure, but Martha did not toast with if you refer to like people of color, specifically black people, when they have to change the way they interact with people depending on who they're around. Like, how you act with us isn't how you would act with, let's say, your boss if you were hanging out with your boss outside of work. Like, you, well, well, your boss is not. Right? But, like, okay, boom. Mm. How you would act with KO and all them, right? KO, Trey, CO, mm. uh, compared to how you would act with, let's say, SGA people. Completely yeah, different zone, right? Yeah, you were I tried. I tried. I remember trying not to, but it would happen. And yeah, it's just, it's just the way shit works. It's, everyone does it, but I, I feel like it's specifically more, at least with the label code switching, it's a black thing, because we have to do it more often than not. Especially like in a professional setting, because we're automatically assumed as less than because society has that whole stigma. Not everybody does it, and it's a lot better than it used to be. And it's a shout out to like the planet for that because obviously the younger we are, that makes all the actual races old folks older and, and dead as fuck. So shout out that shout out the newer generations for not being complete pieces of shit. Obviously, it's still a rampant issue. Racism across the board is still a rampant issue, especially against people of color. But now. Believe it or not, white people go through it too, depending on where they grow up and shit too. It's it's a thing. Like it's wherever you're not the majority, racism is an issue for sure. Regardless of your skin color. And and I and I have to acknowledge that as an adult, that's just that's just the true fact. Because there's that one white kid in class of like twenty eight black kids and there's that one black kid in class of twenty eight white kids. It's the thing. It's a very real thing. And and it happens on both sides, obviously. But like code switching is, is literally just you literally switching your entire Martha not personality to fit in where you get in. For me, I never switched my personality, but I did switch the way that I would talk because I had different friend groups. Like how right. I talk yeah. with my friends but, on that spots is not how I talk with like teachers and stuff like that in real life. I feel like that's switching you because I feel like when you're at your most relaxed with you and Martha not in a call with us, or on an Xbox, is your true personality. Yeah. Wherever you're most comfortable is your, at the end of the day, whether you believe it or not, wherever you're most comfortable is your true personality. Whenever yeah. you're not, you're changing yourself. Now, whether yeah. you're doing that for good reason or because you have to, doesn't mean it's not you changing. It might not be a complete overhaul. It might be like little slight adjustment. You might lower yourself from 10 six or five, maybe even four or two, depending on where you need to be at. But you're, you're not fully you, which isn't something you should have to do. You should be able to work in an environment where you can always be yourself. And unfortunately, realistically, that's not a thing. And, and tie that back into the whole therapy thing, that fucks with a lot of people. Because they're so used to having to not be themselves, or having to be someone else, that they kind of lose themselves in the process. Which is why when COVID happened and people were at home for a year and a half for the first time and God knows how long, they didn't know what the fuck to do. Which is why a lot of people got random pets and plants and shit. And relationships. 
And then you see how that shit turned out, good and bad. And and so I just feel like having that be an issue is something that needs to be addressed. Because it's, it's wild how you have to dictate yourself. And I understand that's just the way life works, and life has always worked like that. But it's, it's dumb. And so I, I just wanted to shed some light on that, because I feel like this is the episode that sheds light on that shit. And it's just, at the end of the day, whatever you're going through, talk to somebody or something, whether that's, you know, whatever religion you believe in and that higher power, and, and whether that's directly the higher power, you go through a medium like the church or a pastor or, or a youth leader, whatever the fuck you need to do, yeah. or whether that's, you know, uh, video games and you just, you just talk to your friends and shit, or you that outlet, same thing, like reading books, rapping or singing or, or writing, Whatever genre of music you get in or you fit in, right? What whatever hobby or outlet or idea or concept you need to de-stress yourself, do that, and that can be your thing. But I also recommend actually talking to a licensed professional because it, at least once in your life, just see if it's for you. Because I think a lot of people have that neg- negative stigmatism especially, like, among men and the black community specifically, that, oh, you're crazy, or you're not depressed, or you're not that. You just need to go to work, or go outside, or do blah, blah, blah. That's not trying to get help. And that's stupid, and I hate it, and I want to abolish that mentality. Agreed. I do agree as well. No boo. Yeah. You hit the home? I feel like I got a really. Like you said, hey. you're all you have at the end. Like, obviously, you got family and stuff, but they, they don't know what's going on if you don't talk about it. So, at the end of the day, the only person that truly has you at the end of the day is you. Yep. And and, and it branches out from there. But at the core, it's it's you and you. So you got to take care of yourself so that you can take care of whatever else you need to take. Yep. Also, whether – so for me, right, like, we were talking about shows that, like, helped us earlier and stuff, like, like helped us, like, uh, realize everything's about ourselves or, or, like, helped us become better people or anything like that. I didn't really have a show like that, right? I just had, like, a yeah. show that stuck out to me a lot whenever I was a kid. But mm-hmm. for me, it was, like, the the friends – I never had large friends groups in any time in my lifetime, honestly, right? I've always had, like, smaller, close, close-knit friend groups growing up. Like, I've had my very first, like, best friend. His name's Brandon. He lives in New York now, right? Me and him still – me and him have been best friends since we were four. And we still talk on a weekly basis. And it's one of those scenes where it's like anytime I need to talk about anything or anytime that he needs to talk about anything, regardless of our age, like me and him, we're having like uh, personal conversations with each other, like age seven or eight and stuff like that, talking about bullies and stuff like that, talking about things that we didn't like and stuff. And not even knowing that it was important to talk at the time, just knowing that like we would talk regardless was really important. But I say all this to say like – uh. When you find those people that you can talk to about different things and they won't judge you 
and they'll help you through different things and stuff like that. Hold on to those relationships because those relationships are very, very important. Those it's it's almost just as important as self-care. Self-care to me is like most important thing for me because it's hard for me to like talk about shit with different people, right? If I'm not willing to one, make a change or two, even let alone make a change, like love myself or anything like that, right? It's hard for me to talk about people about me feeling sad whenever I don't care about wanting to feel better. Which is where I was for a long time. Like, I didn't talk to anybody about any of my shit. Because eventually, uh, Brandon that I mentioned, he became homeschooled uh, at some point, right? And so me and him no longer went to school together. And so it was one of those things where it's like, even though we were still, like, really good friends and best friends and stuff like that, didn't really know what I was going through anymore. And at some point, like, I started to, like, disconnect and stuff like that. And so for me realizing that I could still talk even though we weren't going through the same things anymore it took years for me to realize that and it's also really really glad that like I have like I still have him and like I I have y'all too as well and stuff like that like me and Zoe like I was just sitting out on my front porch like for an hour and a half the other night and we turned in a 10-minute convo into an hour-and-a-half conversation just about random shit. Just venting back and forth. That was it. Right. Uh, again, though, I say all that to say is cherish those relationships because those relationships, those really important ones where it's like you can talk to them about anything and they won't judge you. Obviously, like, if you don't, like let them know hey this is a serious convo like they'll joke on you and stuff like that but that's what good friends do and stuff but at the same time like if you let them know like hey like this is a serious convo i need to have they'll hear you out they won't joke on you they won't make fun of you or anything like that they'll just listen and then they'll talk if you ask them to talk those are the most important relationships to me yeah that's a lot of stuff. yeah it's kind of hard to tell stuff to show up once you start man <laughs> no, nah, I've been there. Uh, but it's, it's good to have friends like that. No, that's right. But it's it's good to have friends like that because I'd rather them, you know, keep me up or or around them for three hours just venting than me at their funeral. It was supposed to go home. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. It, I guess I have to bring. That's hilarious. Too. We haven't he even talked about that. To go home. He, we vented for three hours in, on my front porch. We got done and watching anime to together home. at 10 p.m., right? Or we could have finished. Uh, like, we stopped watching this anime we were watching, 86. And, like, he went outside. We, we had a and couple of combo. We didn't even get past. Okay, so I have steps. Seth did not go past. I Seth went down one step. For he didn't th- go past the fourth step until, like, after two and a half hours. What? I, I mean, that step. What was huh? you about to say? No, I was just saying, I didn't go I mean, down past the first step until like the the 30 minutes. That was about an hour and a half. No, 30 minutes. Okay. Right. All uh, right, cool. What, what are the steps? Uh, so so, so he lives step. on the second second floor of an apartment complex, right? 
Oh, 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 okay. Y'all weren't being fucking clear. I thought you you physically meant to step outside of the house. Yeah, the yes. physical steps outside of the yes. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Physical steps. I, I thought bro was talking about metaphorical steps as in step no. one. No. We <laughs> were talking real. Like, Seth was supposed to go home. He's supposed to go home. I had work at Donnie. We, we sat out there for three hours and he was venting. And it was that essence of. You were like, too. You were too. I know I was venting too. No 100. But the funny part in it was like the essence of that wasn't even supposed to be a 10 second combo. It wasn't supposed to be 10 seconds. It wasn't supposed to be five minutes. Yeah, it was not supposed to be any of it. It was supposed to be, all right, man, I'll see you later. And yeah, three hours later. So, yeah, it's a very good event. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, I, have a, also I have a friend, Chris, where it's like, this is like the one Edspot's friend that, like, I, I have a group of friends in Chicago that I test every day and stuff like that, right? Uh, but. Mm-hmm. Outside of that friend group, I have one friend, Chris, who is my age, and me and him, like, I could I could legitimately FaceTime him right now, and I'll probably give it, like, an 80% chance he'll answer, and I haven't talked to him in, like, six months, seven months, but that's just kind of the kind of relationship that, that we have, where it's like, I'll FaceTime him randomly. Or he'll FaceTime me randomly, and we'll just talk for like three, four, five, six hours. That was a relationship with Jeff. I like, I like that. Because we've had a lot of really deep, really important conversations where it's just me and him at Xbox party. Not, not to interrupt, but y'all remember Redbox? Yes. Yeah. I just, just saw it. Facebook post and then we feel old and now we're comments and then saw a comment that I relate to about Redbox and again. But bro was like, I would just put money on a prepaid debit card and then I would get a new game for like ten bucks and I was like feel that. <laughs> feel that. <laughs> I miss Blockbuster. Are you old enough for that? I am, yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> the the uh, there's a you gas might, station. If you, ever, if you ever come to Prattville again, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever come to Prattville again, Prattville had two blockbuster locations, and I'll show you where. Maybe I'll be for a movie gallery. No, I, I, I can show you where the movie gallery movie was gallery. as well. I can show you where the movie gallery was as well, but there yeah, was two blockbuster locations. Yeah, I'm sure like you a movie gallery kid, but blockbuster. No, 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 no oh, because my. because because I would go in there and I would rent games from Blockbuster. Fair enough. Before before Redbox existed or anything like that, right? I would go in there and rent games from Blockbuster to try them out to see if I like wanted to ask my mom to buy them or not. That was how I played uh, NFL Blitz for the first time. Was from Blockbuster. When did the movie gallery in Tuscaloosa close? I did not know movie gallery was founded in Dover. What? I know this is way off topic, but did you know that? I didn't know that. No. Founded in Dothan, Alabama, the company was headquartered in Dothan and then later in Wilsonville, Oregon. That's a fucking move for one, but two, 
I was in Troy damn near eight years. And I've been to Dothan up and down that road hundreds of times. And I ain't never heard one Dothan night. Is that is that the proper term? Is it Dothan night? Something like that. I don't know. Hey, I ain't heard one damn Dothan night talking about movie gallery being founded in Dothan. I heard about that damn peanut festival hundred thousand times. Yup. Are you talking movie gallery? What's on in Dothan? I ain't know that. Crazy. Let, let, let somebody from Mobile be like, yeah, we, we started Marty, bro. Never hear the end of that conversation. <laughs> like, nobody from Dothan was like, yeah, bro, we started the movie. Wow. I used to be in movie. I always got my candy from there. Closed in 2010. I was in high school when they started showing these hoes in Yeah, but I, I did not know. Well, yeah, they went to Funk in 2010. Fair enough. Is the last movie I was I mean, is it, and, uh, is the last blockbuster show up? I know they made a show about that, which I need to watch. It is, is still, still actually open, yes. Yes. Okay. And their Twitter is phenomenal. I need to go visit that store for shit and gigs. In Oregon. What city in Oregon would I need to go to to have actual fun to then go to Bend, Oregon to go to the last market? Portland? I guess I go to a blazing game. See Dane waste the rest of his career with uh, Scoot Henderson. I want to make that trip next year. Okay. My bad. We way off topic, but I, I don't know if they supposed to do that. We digress. Dan was talking about, like, he was talking to his daughter how Netflix keeps coming in the mail. And she mocked him by saying, "When I was uh, when I was young, the internet used to come in the mail, which is funny because that's also true. You used to have to buy the internet, bro, and then upload that shit on a little disc. Yeah, the Crazy good old times. The good old times, man. Yeah. America online, which is doesn't make sense because online is one word, so it should just be AL. It's not America online line. You know what? I'm hijacking last five minutes of the episode. Acronyms that don't make sense. AOL. It's 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 just AL. AOL, AOL doesn't make sense unless you're saying America, just the word on and then just the word line. But it's America online, online, one word. I never knew what AOL, AOL stood for. That's why. Do you know? Wait, wait. <laughs> you... I'm like, right, okay. 
Uh, let me ask you this. Do you know what ASL stands for? And I'm not talking about a stop Wait. Say 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 the acronym again. ASL. Yeah, and I'm not talking about or no. While correct, that's while correct, that's not that's not the one I'm talking about. (laughs) So please tell us what ASL stands for. As hell. Yeah. As hell, right? Yeah. Yeah. ASL. Yeah. I always hate that. I refuse. I refuse to text that in text messages. So you know what ASL stands for, right? You're older. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, it's him. No, ASL. A S S as in sorry. Yes. A S L. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I'm old. Age sex location, niggas. What? Age sex location. We were, we were oh talking about Chat room. Yeah. yeah. ASL. Age sex. I guess. I guess. I. Ne- I mean. I, I never like thought yeah, of that. Yeah. Never. I do know yeah, what you're talking about. I though. thought of the test know what you're talking about. Which is as I just. I just never. No. Ex- I mean, that's the thing, but that's dumb because that don't make sense either. It doesn't make fucking sense exactly. You come out the wrong letters for that, but that's that's like, that's either here or there. That's another acronym that don't make sense. So thank you for continuing the topic that I brought up because I took over this episode. But no, we were talking about in our own internet and in our America Online chat rooms. ASL, ASL, okay. Wow, I'm old as fuck. That's that's crazy. I'm I'm uncomfortable now. We can end the episode on that. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm being, um, yeah, so, so I'm gonna say one more thing real quick, right? Okay. I, I've mm-hmm. I've never been in so obviously like SOS parties and things like that other thing. I've never purposely been in an online chat room. You you have an excuse. Jenny from the block would have fucked you up in the chat. <laughs> You have me. You have me. But the zone I'm disappointed. I just I'm just disappointed. Alright, um, yeah, so I'm hitting with stuff. I don't I don't wanna be here. Wow. Well, y'all already know where y'all can follow us, man. At Otaku Collective PC on TikTok. Make sure you hit us up. Follow us also on Twitter at Otaku Collect Pod. Please make sure you also check out our individual socials. I'm talking about Josh himself at my underscore on profit. Seth himself at C3 Smooth. And your boy right here at What About Zone IG. Make sure you give us all a little quick like, follow. Every little detail matters, people. I swear it does. If you got any ideas, anything you want to collab on, anything you want to try with us, we down for it all. Maybe not at all, but just quite a bit of a little bit of everything. Um, hit us up at the Gmail at Otaku Collective PC. You already know who it is. It's your boy Zoe. Passing some man Seth to take us out.
Thank y'all for listening to another episode of the Otaku Collective Podcast. Be sure to share it with your friends, share it with your mom, share it with your dad, share it with anybody that thinks that you liked anime, anything like that. Please share it with them. Thank y'all again for listening, and peace out, you bunch of otakus.